Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. And good afternoon. It is a Wednesday, and we're going to do something new and old and fun. We're going to be joined this hour by Michael Harrison from Talkers Magazine at Talkers.com. We used to do this every week for uh, years, and and then we uh, stopped maybe nine months ago doing it every week and now we do it occasionally hello there michael harrison hello there michael harrison <laughs> can you hear me uh now i can yes ah good i said how are you my friend and nice to hear from you i'm doing very well good i'm excited good. to have you here yeah i was just I looking at the uh, gas tax the 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 idea that they're going to suspend the gas tax for three months the federal gas tax and thinking about what a useless thing that is to do but that's, that's how desperate the politics issue. are it's a very complicated issue and um there's a lot more to it than just um having any clear-cut answer to what its impact will be or why uh, president biden has chosen to do that i wish i were an economist but then again if i were i don't think i'd know anything more than i already know well, you might know some things that you don't know currently, but they might not be applicable because those guys don't seem to say much that helps with these things, except the truth is it's such a small maneuver that it's hard to imagine. I was just looking at the numbers. Uh, there was a story that was projecting how much you would save over the three months if you, based on what vehicle you were driving. And for like a small SUV, it was $25 savings. So it's hard to see how $25 in reduced gas tax payments over three months is going to accomplish anything for American families, American households per car. Well, it's very similar to the fact that very little was accomplished by giving everybody some money during the opening days of the pandemic, which... Um, added what trillions to yeah. the national budget and debt mm. but really didn't do all that much to help any individual family um th these are not effective measures but they certainly do uh, contribute to messing up the economy um <laughs> they look good they give they give people the the feeling that the the government is caring that the president is kind 
um, and that somehow this must have a positive effect, or why would they be doing it? Very few people that are not involved in journalism or economics or, or specifically educated to these type of things go along with it because they figure these guys know more than they do. And the truth is, you know, they don't know more, but they do know how to make a show and to make it look like they're doing something for you. Well, yes, I would come down in agreement with all all of that. It is a big pose, and it is designed to create the impression of action happening in, in Washington and thus concern. I think you're right about all that. So, so it's posing. It's performative leadership, which I think is the only kind we, we really get now. It is completely that's the case. I, I don't think... Um, I don't think that the average politician or, or bureaucrat or appointee, people in that, in that ruling class, I don't think they think any more about what can we do to create change and help people, even if it takes a while. It's, what does this look like? The word is optics. I hate mm -hmm. that word because it always, it always accompanies some type of hypocritical situation. And, um, what are the optics on this and what can we do to raise our approval rating or yes. our standing in the next 24 hours. So it's about the tail wagging the dog. Totally. The, the, uh, the policy is made for the benefit of the politician and for them to have a talking point to run around and wave in people's faces. And, and that's a, I think that's an epidemic that we suffer from. It's an epidemic. It's a sign of the times, uh, a term that I use a lot. You've heard me say it to you. Uh, we sacrifice truth in pursuit of victory. And the um, partisanship and the polarization and the hypocrisy is so heavy right now. And I can speak, you know, I've been around the track a few times, so have you. We've seen different chapters, different eras of history in America and, and the world. Uh, I've never seen it so hypocritical, so shallow and so self-serving as um, the political class operate under um, in terms of their principles today they have no principles so I I want to share a little sound clip with you that I've been playing this week because I was so excited to hear it this is um, Ezra Klein who who is a columnist for the New York Times he's liberal highly intellectual guy who loves reading tons of books for guests before they come on his podcast and stuff like that and he's honest about public policy even though he he has his own preferences that that lean to the left and he was talking about how how democrats are not effective leaders of democratic policy when they get the chance and and the reason why i think is is the interesting part of this but but listen to this clip if i've got it queued up correctly i think it is a mistake liberals make that they see a problem and they're like we should pass a bill and then if the bill passes, people think the problem is solved, but it isn't. You know, the stimulus of 09, it was supposed to build a high-speed rail, electronic health records, and a smart grid, where it's marquee projects. We don't have high-speed rail, we don't have a strong national system of electronic health records, and we don't have a great smart grid. So there's a real problem here. I think one thing that opens the door for populist outsiders and demagogues and, and just the right more generally is when liberalism just kind of fails. It fails to deliver. Like California is a hotbed of democratic talent. But I think it's going to be very hard for, you know, executives from California to run nationally because California has become unaffordable for people. So that's just a little sample of him looking. He says that because of the regulatory schemes that Democrats favor, that they can't get their own policies passed, like environmental things, 
get blocked through all these court cases and things that they've allowed through through the regulatory scheme. And I think this is interesting in terms of what you were saying at the beginning, Michael, that that there's all this posing going on. What choice does a politician have if he can't actually execute policy but to pretend to be doing things to help people? Exactly. Now, maybe this has been going on for, 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 for decades and, and we're just becoming wiser or, or it's more profound today. So it, it's easily to define. It's easier to define it, but it just seems to be across the board. And the system, um, of politics, the, the partisan system is, uh, politicians, particularly in Congress and even presidents are beholden to their parties. They, they have to worry about how will this play among the party leadership? What will this do to my term in Congress if you're a new congressman mm-hmm. or you're, you're a senator? Um, they, they play to each other yes. and um, they oust you. They destroy you. They attack you. They take away your power, your leverage if you don't play the game. There's no leeway anymore. And, and that's why things are breaking down and uh, the average citizen doesn't really know what to what elements to look at and how to judge progress as a result it just gets worse the rhetoric is wonderful i mean we hear all kinds of great <laughs> ideas you oh, know I mean, you meant wonderfully volatile and entertaining i i remember a, a term that was used by a, a republican conservative president um compassionate conservatism yeah uh, i think that was george De- the idea of compassionate conservative conservatism that's a great idea but but I've never seen anybody do it, nor have I ever seen any liberal really help anybody but the party. The ideas that these people stand for are wonderful. It's like branding without packaging without any content. <laughs> you open the box, there's nothing there. Yes. But the box is really pretty and it's got great logos and great designs. That's what all of this has become. Yes, I liken it to having rice cakes for lunch. You can do a lot of chewing. <laughs> but not get much in your stomach. Exactly, exactly. And and I don't know what what can we do about this. It's it's so pervasive. Um, you know, you have this hope that the country, the United States of America, is self-correcting. There's a term. Keep that in the back of your mind. You're going to hear more of that. Self-correcting. That everything is going to be okay because it always works out. And these are not the worst of times. There have been far worse crises in American history. We're going to be fine. But that's a very dangerous way to think. Because if we don't think of crises as crises and we don't see challenges as challenges and just think they're going to work themselves out as forces of nature, the way storms end and the sun shines again, well, uh, then we may as well just give up any impact, any democracy, any leverage we have in guiding the ship. Well, also, you've got to be careful with the interpretation of words. We tend to talk past each other because we we're using words that are so general or so overused that they've lost their meaning and we don't really get what we're saying it seems to me this crisis is different in that it's a crisis of failed government so we have these uh, mechanisms of our system of government still visible we get to see people running for office there are elections people take office they've made promises along the way and we think because they've made promises and then passed that legislation that something's been changed when in fact it maybe it hasn't because we've got a breakdown of our system that the efficacy in the system is no longer there 
I see it even deeper than that. I say we have a breakdown of character that our that our values as individuals, that our values in this society um, have broken down. And that's why we don't hold the politicians accountable. Our education has broken down. Our attention span has broken down. Our concerns are no longer focused along a healthy spectrum of social issues and political issues. We're self-centered. We are um, back. We want to win. We, we don't care um, what the consequences of victory are. We want to win as opposed to better things. We are angry at others. We blame others and we're fearful of others. And I see this across the board, all sides. I Ooh. don't see, I don't see conservatives being true to the American conservative movement anymore, at least the, the ones who are leading it. I, I don't see liberals at all being truly caring people. I see them as intolerant hypocrites. And, um, I find that, um, it's idiotic that that if you're a thinking person and believe me there are many intelligent thinking people and i'm sure we have a preponderance of them listening to us now it appears as though you're surrounded by idiots and and it's not just it's not just in the political discussion i love it's, that you're saying this michael because i think it's so true hang on we've got to take a quick break we'll, we'll talk more about it and uh, find out why we're why we're acting this way when we continue with Michael Harrison from Talkers Magazine on WTIC. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. WTIC Michael Harrison is here, our old friend at WTIC <laughs> from Talk. Well, I wasn't putting the emphasis on the old. That's like, I'm old, I'm fat, I'm ugly. <laughs> You're not old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Harrison. So, so I agree with everything you're saying about values. We don't have values anymore. We've lost our way as uh, humans, it sounds yeah. like you're saying. Well, a, a democracy, and, and we are a democracy, and we're a republic, and, and we have to understand the difference between the two. A republic is wonderful, but people who say, we're not a democracy, we're a republic. Well, China's a republic, too. You have to understand your, your, your political science. Um, for, for, for a democracy to operate, the people have got to have um, intelligence, they have to have knowledge, and they have to be of goodwill. And when people no longer have respect for each other and people no longer trust each other, then you cannot have a free society. You cannot have a democracy. Police states are built upon the distrust the public has for itself. Then you turn to the government to protect you. And that's what we're, we're we're in great danger of right now. We don't respect each other's intelligence, as I pointed out before. There's a lot of reason for that. There are a lot of dummies running around. Let's call it what it is. They're idiots. And... um but the, and the smart people have tended to um, withdraw from the national conversation. Yes, to go somewhere nicer to be. Exactly. They 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 are creating their own virtual reality. We're all eventually going to live in our own little virtual metaverse realities, and we're not going to resemble anything that we think of in terms of our culture and our history to this point as being human. It's it's very scary. It really is, Todd. You don't think there's some I, I, we're covering a lot of ground here, but it's interesting where you've gone with the 
artificial intelligence idea and and um, where that might lead us. I think that's what you're alluding to. Well, it's all connected. Yes. It, it, it's all connected. It's a retreat. It, yes, it, I, it, I just don't know how to look at it because of the first part you said, that we're in this weird state right now where I feel like affluence is the primary cause of the problems that you were alluding to, that that the things that constricted us in the past were able to, to do their work, government and societal cultural rules that were very strict and religious rules. We had these systems in place when we were less affluent and thus needed each other's supports more, needed our communities. So we had to have more respect for those rules and for the importance uh, for the role that those structures played in our lives. And now where we view ourselves all as freewheeling and we can live anywhere in the country and we can be anywhere uh, with an opposite climate in, in a couple of hours. And it's just created this kind of party atmosphere, hasn't it? What an interesting observation. Uh, you, you've brought up more questions than answers. Are we <laughs> affluent? Does the average person feel affluent? When you first said affluence is the cause of our problems, my, my retort in my mind was, no, not affluence. Greed is the cause of our problems, not affluence. Affluence is a good thing as capitalists and free market people and, and, and quasi-conservatives, if, if there is such a thing. Um, we want people to be affluent. Uh, I think we do, but that doesn't mean every, it's, it's going to have good effects on everyone and everything. It and triggers there, it greed. Might... It triggers greed. But are we as a nation, when you, when you say this thing called the American people have spoken as if there is such a thing as the American people, which is a symbolic phrase that really has no substance. Um, are the American people, whatever that means, are we all affluent? I look around. I see people struggling to meet their their expenses. I see people um, involved in a lifestyle that that some of us call wage slaves. Have you ever heard somebody say, I can't afford to lose my job. I have a mortgage. Mm hmm. Think about yes, but that. that's our maybe that's what you mean by greed. So, so we live in an affluent society in that those of us who are struggling to make ends meet are doing it with car payments and a hundred dollar a month uh, cell phones and, and, uh, and three hundred dollar a month cable bills, and then you're owned by the bank. You're owned exactly. by the mortgage company. You're owned by the cell phone company. You're owned by the oil company. Uh, you're owned. You're a wage slave. You are psychologically. Well, uh, yes, I'm designed. with you on that. But right. but I feel like we're we're what we're confessing is that we're on, we're on a path of uh, not being guided by values and things because we see all those shiny objects and we want them. Well, so maybe that's the greed you're talking about. That's what I'm talking about. It, it, we're greed. Replace affluence should be something that, you know, aren't we blessed? We, we, we sit here at this Thanksgiving uh, dinner and thank you, God, for the bounties that you give us and for this meal <laughs> we're about to eat and for the love in our lives, our families, our homes. That, <laughs> where did that turn into, damn, we, we, we could have had two turkeys on this table had we stolen one. <laughs> My turkey's bigger than yours. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem. And, and it comes through education and it comes through culture we are suffering from a cultural crisis in america and i hate to say we've exported it to a lot of our allies and it isn't much of a um uh, uh, a battle a, a leverage against 
some of the nasty cultures out there that have always been in existence. Communism, right, hold, hold fascism. Hold the thought. We'll talk more about it because we've got to take a little break. Michael Harrison is here from Talkers Magazine at talkers.com. We'll pause for news and continue the conversation on WTIC. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. It's WTIC this first hour today. We're joined by Michael Harrison from Talkers Magazine. Thanks again for being here, Michael. And let's recap for people exactly what we may have agreed on thus far, that our political system doesn't work as well as it once did. And it, or at least it's not working well now, and it's not working well now because we are the proprietors of this system, and we're not doing our part. Is that a safe assumption that we're in agreement on that? That's the basis of it. Um, it's not. It's it's easy to cast blame, um, and and we could blame the society. We can blame the people. We could say, you know, in a democracy, you get the government you deserve. It's more complicated than that than that. So I don't I don't want to be overly simplistic about it. But but yes, um, individual responsibility is the, the basis. It's the cellular the cellular units that 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 our whole society is based on is each citizen. If each citizen shirks their responsibility or or their principles or doesn't clean up their own backyard and take care of the people around them and their homes and their families and their co-workers uh, and, and everything is abstract. Uh, how they live their own life is different than how they expect others to live. Well, then there's no way it can work. And I think that we're suffering from an extreme case of that 
to begin with. We also, though, are facing problems that we've never faced before, and they have to do with incredible um, rapid advancements in communications technology. The, the, the technological advances that we have, keeping in mind that technology is always a double-edged sword. You know, you make new weapons of war, they can preserve you and, and keep your, your country and your, your tribe free, but it also can destroy you. Um, technology is a double-edged sword, mm -hmm. and we are enjoying the benefits and the downside, you know, we're being ravaged by um, the new technology, the new communication, social media, instantaneous, you know, um, communications on every level, all these different channels, um, all the input and data that's being generated. It's, it's, it's making us crazy. But so the effect only, of all that yeah. is that there is, so we tend to worship at the altar of innovation. And that any new thing coming along has validity simply because it is a new development, and That's therefore, a yeah. yeah, because uh, I think what you're you're suggesting is that we're not really prepared to operate at the speed that our uh, that information now flows, that yep. perceptions can now change, that subcultures can exist outside of our purview, outside of our view, or, and, and without visibility. Opinions can be shifting without any external interaction with those changing opinions, so they come up at us w with a surprise. The, uh, there's so much about the speed of communications right now and the, uh, the, the ability that we have to non-geographically bind ourselves to other groups of people. And without having to meet them and, and sit around a cafe and have a conversation, you know, somehow our humanity gets extracted from the political interaction as we do it online. Yes, well put. Um, never before have we been so connected and so uh, alone. It, <laughs> yes. it, it, it's a strange That's feeling. So true. We're connected to everybody on the planet, and yet we feel alone. And what does that mean? It means we're becoming drones. It, it's like we're a hive culture. You know, if you watch Star Trek, it's the Borg. If you watch um, uh, biology and, and look at our own planet, it's like being an ant or a bee. Um, we're part of a collective that brings us all together but has absolutely taken away the good feeling we have as individuals with relationships with other individuals and 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 it's perplexing and it's very hard to explain I, I mean when I when I go out on the thin ice of trying to explain a thing like this what I feel in my mind and then to to put it into words it's very difficult to explain especially in a quick medium such as this but do you get my drift yeah well how about this observation for young people are sitting together in a pizza shop at a little table for four, shoulders almost touching, within easy sight of each other and sound of each other's voices. What are they doing, Michael? They're texting. Exactly. And, and make it even more uh, frustrating, uh, if it were the last couple of years, all four of them may have been wearing masks while doing it. Yes. <laughs> So but, on, top, but, on top of everything, the, the texting I, and wearing yes, masks. Yes, so just to make sure that you can't really see each other's uh, faces and, and feelings at the same time. But but think about the idea that we're at a place where the you get together with friends and the people who are more important at that moment are the ones you're not with. Exactly. And they wonder why very young people don't listen to talk radio. 
because they don't know how to listen to or engage in a conversation for crying out loud. <laughs> they don't use the phones on their cell phones. They only exactly. Send... <laughs> they don't understand what talk is. <laughs> right. They, they, and, they, and they certainly aren't learning literature by writing in text language, which I understand it's for speed, but it's totally disintegrated all the colors on the palette of the English language. And when you don't have words to express your thoughts, you can't communicate. And if you can't communicate, you can't teach and you can't work out things. And, and if you, you haven't heard elevated talk from some of the finest minds who've written words before, if you're Correct. cut off from everything really that bound mm -hmm. humanity into a thing called humanity. But, but, and here's the kicker, you're not cut off from the long arm of Big Brother. You're not cut off from surveillance. You're not cut off from big tech having all your private data. You're not cut off by anybody being able to find out anything about you. And I've often said the First Amendment is the foundation upon which freedom is built. The second uh, element of freedom is privacy and when you lose your privacy hey you can have a first amendment you're still in you're still in deep you know what we're losing our privacy on a level that I have never seen before either in my lifetime or in my study of the past so how do we turn all this around this is getting more dire the further we go I feel like we need to uh, do a little a little countervailing conversation here is there do you see some way to if we if we're so being so victimized by by progress that being technological developments and those are speeding up and we're talking you alluded to earlier uh, coming into a time where that will be entirely different because of technology how do we prepare for that how do we maintain control over it if we can't control today by addressing it and educating our children to handle it, because this is a generational problem. This is not a problem that can be solved by Joe Biden declaring a tax holiday for gas. <laughs> Brings us back full circle to what we were yes, talking about. But, but we don't have systems in place anymore that are functional. That was part of our conversation earlier in the hour as well. If we don't have a functioning political system, if we don't have leaders we respect if we don't have a place where we can go and have a constructive conversation what do we do to get started have a party and forget about it and just enjoy yourself order a pizza and All watch right. TV. what kind of music do you want to play yeah exactly and in other words it's back to what i talked about before bailing bailing out right retreating retreating into your own world retreating into your own private life retreating into your own virtual reality whether it's ai or just figuratively speaking and um, this is this is a severe crisis. We're going through change. As I said, we've gone through change before. We've gone through crises before. But this has got to be addressed. And I think it starts by recognizing the problem, openly talking about the problem, not trying to 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 engage in conversation with talking points to make people feel that you're giving them what they want to hear and it's not just politics it's sports it's culture it's entertainment it's it's everything in other words hypocrisy is the enemy of real progress mm -hmm. in terms of uh, us being a good a good healthy society and um, we have to teach our children how to consume media but we have to learn how to consume it ourselves before we can teach it it comes down to uh, intelligently utilizing these dangerous, powerful, potent forms of media that are becoming commonplace. So it's possible that that this looks more alarming than it is because we're early in a 
transition into new technology. So well it put. looks overwhelming right well now. Put. Well put. But maybe we'll come to terms over the next uh, 20 or 30 years. And, and I think we will, but I do think that if you and I were to come back or anybody listening to this broadcast were to suddenly come back in a minute and it's 30 years down the road, mm -hmm. you would be completely out of it. You wouldn't, <laughs> you, you, you would absolutely not recognize what we consider now to be the cultural icons and practices that we grew up with and that we're used to. Give an example of what you think that will mean. Well, I mean, people will be talking to each other, but you won't know they're talking to each other. They'll be we'll having, be having subliminal, direct, brain-to-brain -brain conversations? Without question, we're almost there. We are. And, and that means your head could be hacked. Somebody can break in just like they can break into the computer. Bingo. Just think about that one statement I just made. We could talk two hours about that. Yeah. Your What's head the first thing hacked? they're coming for? Yeah. And, and, and your car is spying on you. <laughs> your refrigerator <laughs> is spying on you. Wherever you go, you're under surveillance. But, yes, I'm taking it all the way 30 years from now. Your uh -huh. head will be hacked. And we're, 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 I'm telling it's true. Anthony's very nervous because he, he doesn't want to share what he's got in there. Neuralink. That's uh, Elon yes, Musk's Elon whole Musk. idea. So maybe yeah. he isn't as great as people think. Uh, Elon, Musk, Elon Musk gives me the creeps. Does he? Totally gives Why? me the creeps. Because he's a human being who's amassed mega bucks. And his lesson to society is, okay, we have a problem with Twitter. It's not being fair to all sides. I'll buy it, and I'll become the king of what's fair. The fact that, that we have these mega billionaires that can buy gigantic platforms of media upon which human uh, communication is interacted is, is scary to me. It, it, it goes all the way back to kings and queens and despots. Well, isn't this better, though, than if... The, look at the traditional media model that we've had until the last 10 years. I mean, that is the billionaires, millionaires, rich people, powerful, controlling everything. And now, at least, I'm not trying to say Elon Musk is this savant, but at least uh, he's being open and transparent about trying to buy it and wanting every opinion to be on there. Wouldn't that be well, better than... Well, at least than, he's saying that. Yeah, he's yeah, that, that could he, be... Oh, yeah. and, and you believe him, Anthony? I don't necessarily believe him, he but does. I, I you believe... He does him, believe Anthony. him. Look, he has the, the, yep. the, the, the gaze of you. You can see in his face. <laughs> he does. You saw that that wonderlust in his eyes. Yes, We've got to take Musk. a... <laughs> a benevolent <laughs> dictator. Remember we used to hear that when we were kids? Yes. Oh, what we need is a benevolent yes. dictator. Well, Elon I, Musk I would be say, your benevolent dictator. I would say we need the benevolent dictator of the billionaires to protect us from the real benevolent dictators. Let's take a quick break. We'll talk more about it. Michael Harrison with us on WTIC. Now, back to the Don Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Oh, this is fun. Troublemaker that he is, Michael Harrison is here from Talkers Magazine. And uh, this futurist kind of talk, it's funny, it's merged now with the talk of the present. You can't, you can't t make the future into this abstract thing that happens out there somewhere. It's right here fighting us now. That's a brilliant observation and, and, and something that a lot of people don't realize. When, when we talk about the future, we're really interpreting the present. It's very hard to predict the future. 
Um, the things I'm talking about are based upon the natural results of where we're yes. heading in the next couple you, of minutes. You extend them it, yeah, to their the, logical next right, steps. Right, but um, it really is the present. We're living in a very, very uh, unprecedented present. And, um, I mean, there are things that are the same. And obviously, if you know history, it isn't that much of a mystery to figure out what's going on. But um, this present is definitely peculiar because our very humanity, what we consider to be from a cultural perspective, what it is to be human. And I don't mean to get spacey on you. I'm talking about all the principles that we build our governments on, you know, um, inalienable rights. Uh, these truths are uh, held. Uh, they're self-evident, self-evident truths. We can't even agree now on whether the sky is blue or red, let alone self-evident truths. Look well, I, th I think, yeah, Michael, you can take it out of the metaphysical and into the more practical, right. that everything in society is comes down to the physical world. Right. And, you know, like if you're going to put up a building that's going to be there for 100 years or you're going to finance over 100 years or whatever, then it's got to you've got to be able to look at it and say this building is going to be able to generate revenue for 100 years. And how do you do that now? If, you, if you're going to decide that a certain piece of land has to be devoted to farming, how do you know what farming is going to be in a couple of years? The whole idea of investing effort and time and capital into building things in the old way, do we even have that anymore? What you just said is also very smart. When, when progress happens too quickly, it's not economically healthy. Think about that. You've just yeah. proven it with what you just said. Right. I, I mean, and so I'm not cure saying, that for us. I'm waiting for you to solve the problem. I mean, a light bulb lit up in my head by what you just said. I, I hadn't thought about it that way. And and you're absolutely right. If 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 things are going to change so rapidly because we're moving forward so quickly through technology and other things, then how do you make long term plans in terms of buying a house and what will the neighborhood be like in 15 years or 20 years if you're taking a 20 or 30 year mortgage mm -hmm. or if a company is investing in a certain area how about downtowns how do people yes. invest in building buildings downtown when we don't know whether there will be downtowns in 10 years because we're all hung up about not wanting to work in the city anymore right yes and 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 that is a whole nother complexion that whole thing so mm -hmm. so if we look at this unsettled atmosphere through that physical world prism it makes sense that we would feel unsettled and one of the big things i feel that we're lacking we just have two minutes left so it's kind of a big thought to wrap up with but we lack leadership that speaks to us the way you and i are talking michael about what actually is going on that might be causing us uh, an unsettled feeling and also creating hazard for us and, and creating huge societal problems and these things need to be addressed and we're not addressing them well I want to I want to throw a bouquet at you um, people like you who do it every day on the radio in the media whose basic premise is that power leads to corruption and that politicians of any stripe have to be watched very carefully that's the key that's the key is to be very very uh, suspect not to trust politicians we need a different type of politician we need a different type of leader because the current system you can't make it in today's system unless you're corrupt well how do you get people to realize that michael i do not know that is my <laughs> that is my thing because I, I i mean just in general whether it's the national elections or this connecticut election coming up you know bob stefanowski he doesn't fall into the traditional republican 
uh, I guess, veneer that they want to frame him as. And I don't know if people are even going to pay attention enough. They're just going to go in there and vote D. And mm-hmm. I, I, that is the thing I'm worried about. How do you get those people to pay attention and realize all of this is made by consultants? Nobody is speaking freely. Other mm-hmm. than, I think, Trump or DeSantis, and I know they're a little off the rails at times, but at least they're not selling you some spin. <laughs> well, that, that's that's your observation. Well, I'm My not saying they're perfect. Bob Steph- I just think... Bob, Bob Stefanowski, the, 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 the cure to his problem is he should become a Democrat. Then then that, that problem would be solved. How do you do that, though, with Ned? You say, I'm there. now a Democrat and I'm running. And 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 then change change the party that but way. But then you have that no endorsements. Everybody's heads up. All right, wouldn't gotta... it be great if the de- if if suddenly Democrats did things you liked? What would you do then? Well, that's what would true. you do then? <laughs> I'd quit. <laughs> See, he would. Thank you, he Michael would, yeah. Harrison. <laughs> Get out of here now. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Todd. It was a lot of fun. Good spirited conversation. Thank Thanks, you, Anthony. sir. Always good. Visit Michael at Talkers we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.